For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from Danny D, and here's what he has to say. I'd like you to do a video on a recent Lisa Ling CNN episode regarding Sugar Daddy dating culture. In Lisa Ling's Sugar Daddy essay, she details her own history of being seduced by the lifestyle and how it was a bad thing, and how she's happier now to have escaped it. The entire episode takes a critical view of this type of relationship dynamic, calling it sexist and misogynistic, and comparing it to prostitution. My question to you, Sandman, is this. Would Lisa Ling qualify as an awalt, in your opinion? And what do you make of feminist women that reject and condone the whole arrangement of companionship for material support? After watching a lot of MGTOW videos, I was kind of surprised to see these CNN women actually attacking hypergamy. Are they actually rejecting hypergamy, or only such direct overt manifestations of it? What is the angle here? Well, thanks for your questions, Danny D. To start with, CNN is not rejecting hypergamy, but they're promoting it instead. Simply creating a video and article called, Dating Website Founder Says Love Doesn't Exist, is telling its viewers that love is a fantasy, and the relationships are about what you can get physically, and not necessarily emotional gratification. The idea that relationships are emotionally fulfilling is an idea that's predominantly sold to men. The idea that women can love us back the way that we love them is often rooted deeply within our culture. If it wasn't and men knew that women didn't reciprocate that love, then men in general would be far less likely to get involved in relationships and marriages. And if you know that someone loves you back exactly the same way that you love them, then you're more willing to give them everything of yourself. I'm also including the links to the two stories that you sent me, Dave, in the description below so that everyone else can watch these particular videos and read these articles and make up their own minds. So the founder of Seeking Arrangement is telling everyone the truth that love doesn't exist. And based on his descriptions of his mother, she sounds like a traditional conservative woman. His mother told him to focus on becoming successful and use that success and money to get women that he desires. He even says that being smart and nice are not apparently enough to find a woman in this day and age. And so he creates parties where sugar babies and sugar daddies can mingle together. 27-year-old women and 40-year-old males are the average ages at such parties. And it's increasingly obvious that men trade resources for their time with women. And the women in this video link that you provided me are basically candid about what they want. One of the women found in one of these videos says that she's homeless, and she doesn't want sugar daddies to find out because they might actually take advantage of her. This is all about presenting herself as part of a victim narrative, so that we feel sorry for her and try to rescue her as the damsel in distress. It's all about that pretty woman film and pushing the idea that sugar daddies are there to rescue poor women. But the idea that 40% of the sugar daddies are married and the young women in their 20s at these parties had no problem with that tells me that women seem to be naturally fine with polygamy and they seemingly want to let these guys use them if they show them a good time. Danny D, with regards to your other question about Lisa Ling, she's not an awalt, and she's actually a feminist, and she says it right there at the top of her essay. But according to her, it's actually her own personal brand of feminism. She makes it quite clear that she was taught not to rely on men, and that her grandmother told her that she needed to take care of herself first. 
This, I believe, is a bait-and-switch tactic, and I think that she uses it to make herself feel better later on in her life. She wants everyone to know that she was raised in a good and moral way. And then later on, she goes on to say this, I met Tom, who was much older and more successful than me. We started dating in my 30s, and at that time, my career had basically had me traveling all over the world to report stories. I was neither looking for a relationship, nor I cared to be in one. And one week we'd be cruising in the Mediterranean, in a massive full-sized yacht. And the next week we'd be on a shopping excursion in Rome. It all happened so fast and I was being exposed to a part of the world that, despite being well-traveled, I had never experienced. It started to become glaringly apparent that I was basically being seduced by the lifestyle. I was becoming a sugar baby. Or at least that's the way that I felt. And that's the stage in Lisa Ling's life where she says she gave up on what she was taught while she was younger to explore something different. Later on, she goes on to say this, While I think Tom liked me because of my independent spirit, I'm quite sure he hoped that the longer we were in a relationship together, the more likely it would be that I would eventually give up my career and let him support me. He was not at all a bad person, but increasingly, I was starting to feel owned, and that I was basically losing myself. After that, Lisa says that she gave all of it up for her independence and freedom, and basically said that she was raised to take care of herself instead of letting a man do it for her. With regards to my own life, my most recent ex-girlfriend was the same way. She didn't rely on money for me, or wanted it. She basically made her own, and always had her own job. But when I would spend money on her, she seemed to get upset. And does that make her in a Walt? Well, not really. That just makes her cautious of having to rely on men. And with regards to Lisa Ling, I'm sure the thought had crossed her mind that once she got older, her older sugar daddy might actually dump her for a newer model, unless she actually had kids with him. But in her case, she says that she wasn't looking for a relationship. So she wasn't willing to commit, which is kind of unusual. Something in her story doesn't seem to add up. Why couldn't she continue working, commit to marry the guy, and have everything that she's ever wanted? Fame, fortune, family. A rational Nawalt would agree to such an arrangement, and so would a hypergamous woman. Maybe he didn't turn her on sexually, or maybe he was just a guy that she was using all along. Why didn't she start a relationship with this rich guy? That's something she doesn't really elaborate on, as well as her actual feelings for the guy. With regards to many of the sugar babies that go to events to meet sugar daddies, for many of them, there's no fear of losing their independence when they don't seem to have any. If you're homeless and you meet a rich man to save you, then are you really giving up your independence? Your choice in life is to eat garbage from the dumpster on the right versus the dumpster on the left. And Lisa also says that despite the women's liberation movement, our culture is always reminding us of gender roles. Today, websites like SeekingArrangement.com are making it much easier for men and women to connect by waiving the carrot of support and financial security to attract youth and beauty. But what she doesn't seem to mention is that the carrot of beauty and youth is also a carrot in its own right, which many women have. Why settle for just having one carrot? Sometimes you can eat someone else's carrot as well. And in this case, it would be the sugar daddy's carrot. As far as I can see, sugar babies are just call girls on a long-term contract. And the sugar daddies want a woman that they can sleep with and gain companionship with, and possibly even love if they're stupid enough to fall in love. Their other alternative is to get married to a woman that might actually become a straight-up bitchy asshole, and basically ruin their lives. And many men go to sugar babies because they don't want to deal with the stuck-up women in actual relationships. Society makes out sugar daddies to be evil because they're exploiting women for their youth and beauty. But what about the fact that many of these men had to work very hard to get where they are today? They pay taxes into the state. They create jobs. Yet someone who desires them is actually worth more because they're beautiful. And a homeless woman no less, like it was outlined in the news story. 
For her, a sugar daddy is like a genie, ready to grant her wishes because she has a golden vagina. After going through these stories, what I realized is that many sugar daddies are actually married, and they're just looking for mistresses to have sex with in addition to their wives. Polygamy, it seems, is alive and well in Western society, but it's something that's done behind closed doors, and only if there's enough money to go around and make it affordable. Many sugar daddies have wives and children, and maybe this is their midlife awakening, where they actually go out and have sex with women that they never had a chance to sleep with while they were younger, and probably much poorer. It doesn't take much to figure out why men become sugar daddies. Surplus resources traded for surplus youth and sexuality. Being in a Walt is more than just about money. It's about having your own money, but also respecting a man enough to let him make his own choices, instead of pushing your own agenda on him. It's also about being happy in yourself and understanding that most men are socially weak, just like most women are physically weak. It's about not exploiting a man's weakness for your own selfish interests. As far as I'm concerned, the sugar daddy and sugar baby relationship is the closest thing there is to a long-term legalized prostitution contract, with either intentions of it being long-term or short-term. And the same goes for sugar mamas and their younger male partners. That's why the state is starting to clamp down on such relationships and scrutinize them closely. And say that you're one of these sugar daddies on this website, and you meet a younger woman, and then she goes and says that you promise to take care of her no matter what. There's a possibility of that happening. And if it does, what if you're married? And what if the courts decide in her favor and you actually have to support her? And what if you're married? Are you supposed to pay alimony to your ex-wife after she finds out about your ex-sugar baby? The Seeking Arrangement website is all about making wealthy men feel like the water is once again safe for them to swim with the sharks, and also a place to unleash women's hypergamy. This website sells both men and women on a dream of fulfilling their biological imperatives in a social environment that welcomes them with open arms and caters specifically to them. Lisa Ling brought up her personal story in the essay for the same reason that I bring up my personal stories and share them with everyone on this podcast, because it humanizes me as well as her. The only difference being is that I'll tell you about the motives and intentions behind my actions, where she doesn't seem to do that. In the end, I still want to know why she left her sugar daddy. I don't believe the story that she sold us on. Most people tell you a good reason for doing something, but I find there's always the real reason hiding right behind it. Anyways, thank you Danny D for your donation, and thank you everyone else for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.